pray. Let me open the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 17. I will be reading verses 1 through 11. 1 Samuel 17, uh, 1 through 11. Now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle, and they were gathered at Soko, which belongs to Judah, and they camped between Soko and Azekah in Ephes Damim. Saul and the men of Israel were gathered and camped in the valley of Elah and drew up in battle array to encounter the Philistines. The Philistines stood on the mountain and on one side while Israel stood on the mountain on the other side with a valley between them. Then a champion came out from the armies of the Philistines named Goliath from Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he has clothed with scale armor, which weighed 5,000 shekels of bronze. He also had bronze greaves on his legs and bronze javelins slung between his shoulders. The shaft of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and the head of his spear weighed uh, 600 shekels of iron. His shield carrier also walked before him. He stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel and said to them, Why do you come out to draw up in battle array? Am I not the Philistine and you servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he's able to fight with me and kill me, then we will become your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall become our servants and serve us. Again, the Philistine said, I defy the ranks of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all of Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, because according to your grace and your mercy, we will not grow blindly towards the truth of knowing who you are, But we have the clarity of your word, Lord, the revelation of yourself. You use men to communicate it to us in a language that we can understand. Men moved by the Holy Spirit so that they can present to us the truth. Not only the truth of the events, but the truth of who you are and the truth of who we are in your sight. Lord, to your glory, we ask that you reveal yourself afresh to us through your word. Captivate our hearts, Lord. Give comfort to the weary, strength, encouragement, Lord. And of course, life to those who are far from you. Draw them in your presence, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now here is the story. I know that if you have your Bibles with you, the heading will be about David and Goliath. Um, but as I read from the Word of God, I thought that the story about David and Goliath is a story straight up. 
that this is Goliath, this is David, and they fight. David used the sling and then killed Goliath and then cut off his head, and that's it. But when I read it, I was surprised that the, the author that records the history of this uh, spend a lot of time, 11 verses, just to describe uh, about the situation. A description of Goliath, the description of the armies that are gathered for battle. And let me begin with this uh, important note that this portion of the scripture is an event that really and truly happened. Some of the skeptics, they will say that the Bible put something that are exaggerated. No, this event is true event. The truthful presentation of the event uh, is found in the scripture. The Bible, the word of God, is a reliable source. But it is not source for his, his history's sake. No. But one thing that the Bible wants us to know, the priority is that we may know who the Lord is, who our God is. That's why in the beginning in Genesis, it says God. It means that there is a being, there is a person that is higher than any creation. That's the word God. That's why we sound that song. The one who created things. The one who is the creator and not the created being. And also from that passage in Genesis, we hear that man was created in that image, in that likeness. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And so for us to understand man, we need to understand first who God is. That's why we have this wrong view of who a man is because we have this wrong view of God. We, we, we take it as the other way around. We thought it was man creating God in his own image, in his own likeness. But no, it should be man created in the image and likeness of God. And this God, if you go to chapter 2 of Genesis, it says the Lord, capital L-O-R-D. It means this is not only to show us the distance who God is, and this is man created in his image, in his likeness. Though there is this distance, there is also this kind of a relationship, a covenant relationship between the Lord and the man. That's the meaning of the Lord. He is a covenant-keeping God. There is this relationship between them. But in chapter 3, that relationship in Genesis uh, was or destroyed. Because man disobeyed the Lord. And so now that is a picture. And here in 1 Samuel, again this is true history. But the, the, the moment that we look at the Bible, it will not speak about 
the history about the events. That is one thing unique to the Word of God. Because as you read the Word of God, it will not give you a, 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 a narrative of a story that you will know what is happening in the past that you have this acquaintance of the things that happened in the past. No, but you will say that this is talking or speaking to me. The Lord is speaking to me in this kind, or the Lord is revealing something to me in this portion of the Bible. I said that the, the Word of God is so unique because you will not know the content of the book, but you will know what is in your heart because the book is revealing it to you through God's power, through God's conviction. That is the Bible. This is not just a book for us to study what is the language, what is how they, how they arrange their grammar during their time, and so we are more advanced than them because actually they are more advanced than us because already they have this tablet. If you get that, you can smile. If not, we can move on. <laughs> and they are wireless already, see? So they are more advanced. They realize that wireless is more effective than having wires. Okay, let's go here. So, again, this is not about to tell us a story. So I will go straight in that notion. And then what guided me in reading this kind of verse is like this in First Samuel is... Again, the verse also in the book of 1 Samuel. And this I use as a guide. In 1 Samuel chapter 2. I will read only verses 2 to 3. It says here, There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you. Nor is there any rock like our God. And then in verse 3, Boast no more so very proudly. Do not let arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and with Him actions are weighed. You see, verse 2 declares, revealed to us who God is. And then verse 3 revealed to us what kind of heart the people are showing in response to that truth, to that reality of who God is. Men, because of the fall, became boastful. They challenged the Lord. They rebelled against the Lord. And so now in that light, we go back to 1 Samuel 17. It says here, the author is describing to us the location first. The gathering of the armies for battle. Two parties, one gathered here and then the other gathered here. And then the, the, the location, not only the gathering, it said in verse 3. The Philistines stood on the mountain on one side, while Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, with the valley between them. If you pause for a while, that is, actually, that is the direction, that is the movement of every man or men. 
They want to have the gathering first. They wanted to secure that they are in the majority. And then they will challenge someone or something. And then they will oppose because they believe in their strength. That is why we love the warriors because they have strength in numbers. I don't know if you can get that also. Because our, our, we, we love basketball and you love football. So, but that's who we are. That is the tendency of men's heart. We love to challenge some, uh, someone or something. And the challenge will, will brew up because we believe that we have this number. We have this capacity to challenge something. And we do it. We love to conquer something. And not only that, in number, we love to elevate ourselves. We love to put ourselves in a high place, the mountain. And of course, the other party also, they will not just give up. They will also put themselves in a high level. Actually, that is, they say, the survival of the fittest. That's the thing. That's why you have this. Oh, this is good because I will go back to the Philippines and it shoot me. That's why they have these uh, color things. You're white, you're black, brown, yellow. They are challenging each other. It's not about just the politics. It's about the condition of the human heart. It's not about who is on top. No. It is about you like to be on the top. Oh, how you wish you are on the top. That's why you love to challenge. And even you challenge the Lord. You desire the position of God. That is why in verses 4 we see that. And here, not only the location, here it is more closer to our heart because then here the description of a champion. There was a man came out from the armies. So meaning from the armies, there is the number one rank. He does not need armies. He will stand for the armies, oh, this one is huge. This one is big. And truly it is. We know Goliath, when we heard the name Goliath, oh, he's big. He's big. Again, the reference, Shaquille O'Neal, bigger than Shaquille O'Neal. He is so big. He is from Gath whose height was six cubits and a span. Even the span they recorded. That's why I keep on telling, I am five, six and a half. I like that and a half. I like that half. Because I'm not only five, six. No, I'm and a half. So maybe I can enroll to NBA. Oh, no, no, no. But I like it. I like and a half. And then I will wear shoes with this, like that. So put, put and a half so I will be five, seven. Oh, that's a big, 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 big increase in my height. You see, 
The very description of the man. He wanted by himself to be the tallest. Not only his position or location. No, himself. And then he will clothe himself. He will think that he can secure himself with things that is available just to protect myself. That's why the description, bronze helmet, his head. Clothed with scale armor, which weighed the 5,000 shekels of bronze. He had bronze with legs. And the, oh, the description of the weaponry. The description that is he put on. So you see the piling up that make a man very proud by himself. He has the army, location, high place, covered by the things that are available just to make a show for himself or show that he is strong. We like to attach things to us. Like, like me, I'm, say, I, I'm not that uh, buff, so I'm skinny. So I, I want to put on like something stretchable uh, clothes so that it will amplify the badness, but... I fail because it amplifies the bump of my stomach. Oh, that is humbling. I thought I can brag about it to be proud, but it's humbling. But here, a proud man went out to the rank. And now in verse 11, and then the challenge is there, but I will not go in that detail. Because, you know, I I already told you, it is the condition of the heart. We love to challenge. We love to be on top. And then here in verse 11, when Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now, why is that? To some, they will say, ah, this is a, a posture of humility, being dismayed, being afraid. But actually, that text, if you are uh, seriously and serious to observe, actually, that, that situation that they were dismayed, they were afraid, greatly afraid, is also an expression of their being proud. An expression of them, nothing, wanting of God. An expression of them being, being independent of God. Why? Why are they in this situation? Why are they in this situation? Now, you remember the, the story that they asked for a king. Uh, they said, you are getting old, Samuel. Oh, that, 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 that statement is always make something out of our heart. You see, Samuel was also offended by that statement. You are getting old. So maybe some of us also, you're getting old. But to them, they say, we want a king that will deliver our, like the other nation that will lead us. And so you can read that that asking for a king in chapter 8, what does it say? What does the Bible or the record say? From the word of God, asking a king, it says... In verse 7 of chapter 8, 1 Samuel, it says, 
The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. You see? That is why now they are dismayed and they are afraid. Because they are living a life away from the Lord. They are trusting their own also. That's why in looking for a king, listen. What is the description of Saul? In, in 1 Samuel 10, verse 23, it says, So they ran and took him from there. And when he stood among the people, look at Saul, description. Stood among the people. He was taller than any of the people from his shoulder up. Oh, they have this Goliath, a version of Goliath. But now they were dismayed and afraid because they saw Goliath is taller than their king. That's it, believer. If you are trusting in created things, the Lord will show us that in his creation, there is more bigger than what you think is bigger in your own self. I like that line in Jurassic Park movie and in the, in the helicopter. And then this lady is reporting to the, uh, to the donor. We are also reporting to the donor. And then he, she's telling her about the sales. Oh, it went up. And then the, the donor said, remember, remember, it's not about the profit. But here, it's about the profit here somewhere. Let's move. It's not about the profit, but it is about to remind the people how small we are. So the park is a display to remind us how small we are. But here, people like that of Israel being challenged by the Philistines, they thought they have also the champion in the person of Saul because he was the taller. And now the challenge was made by more taller, the Goliath. And so they were dismayed and greatly afraid. So now you are here, maybe. I don't know your situation, but... Maybe you are dismayed and afraid. What will happen tomorrow? Can I secure my job? If that is your heart now, the Lord is exposing that you are trusting something other than the Lord. As I come here in the pulpit, that's why the Lord is teaching us also I know we have two more weeks to go, but my wife said, joy has a fever. And then my wife said, joy said while crying is, Mama, Papa cannot hear me crying because he is not here. I miss Papa. You see there... So while I'm preparing this, I said, oh, Lord, you, you really want, not only that I voice out about the message, you want me to feel it. Now I'm worried. But does it mean that I am there 
that, that means that my family will be secured? Am I expressing that I, to, to my family, I am like that of Saul, taller than them, or Goliath, taller, more taller? No, it should not be. But I am praying, Lord, protect them, sustain them. It's not about me. It should be about you. And that, and then Saul also dismayed. I just want to uh, uh, make another comment of that. Look at in verse 14. Saul, not only he is taller, in verse 52, it says in 1 Samuel 14, verse 52, Now the war against the Philistines was severe all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw, and when Saul saw any mighty man or any valiant man, he attached him to his staff. You see, he is also collecting valiant man. But now, when the challenge was posed, when the challenge was there, the real challenge where is his staff? Or where is he as the king? He cannot stand. Why? Again, the background is because the Lord's glory. The Lord rejected Saul for his disobedience. I will not go on into the details of David. But I want to point this out. Actually, sometimes we are proud in David's body. I want you to get that. If you will not look at this, that this is uh, the condition, something is displaying about the condition. Actually, we can preach, be like David, and then being like David, we can be like, oh, because he can defeat Goliath. We just a sling. But no, that is why the author is giving us this narrative also, that David was so rejected. David was... He is nothing like, they, they doubted him. We know the story, of course. That's why we say, be like David. No, no. David is a picture where Jonathan said, the Lord is not restricted to save by numbers, be it many or, or, or little. You see that? The Lord will do things. It should be the Lord who will act. And it's the same thing with dealing our pride, with dealing our, the condition of our heart. I like that verse in Matthew that says, the, the, the disciple uh, uttered this word when he was describing, oh, it is impossible for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were not rich, they were fishermen. But they said, who then can be saved? And I pray in reading this book, Lord, how can I be humble before you? Because sometimes I can be Goliath in my heart and yet in the body of David. I can use that. It is called false humility. But one will humble us if the Lord will work in our hearts to show his greatness, to show how great is his mercy, how great his love, how great his grace, and it will be shown at the cross that is so humbling. When we came here, we said, whoa, what a cross. 
But if you, in their time, if you will bring a Roman citizen here, he will say, that is ridiculous. Because that is a shameful death. That is a scandalous situation. That's why they, they have this law. No Roman citizen will be put to the cross. Because it is not a, a grand death. No, it is a shameful death. But the Lord gave us the gospel in a, in, in, in a very low, low situation. That's why in 1 Corinthians it says, the foolishness of the cross. To the world, this is foolishness. To the world, that time, to the Philistines, uh, David is a foolishness. Even to the Israelite, David is a foolishness. They don't know the, the end. And sometimes we, we are missing that, that part, that, that, that simple truth in this, because we know the end. But now, Christian, we do not know, is really the gospel, the, the champion, is really Christ the champion? Will he really conquer us? Look at us, look. It, it, compared to the faces, we have many spaces. But in the Philippines, we are so spiritual also because a lot of spirit here, you know, with body. Now, we like to preach spirit and body, of course, not just the spirit. It is invisible. And so sometimes you will think, is this really accomplishing something? Yes. Because it is not by our strength. It is not by our number. But by the strength of the Lord. Obey. It is also in First Samuel. Obedience is better than sacrifice. To obey the Lord. And that was keeping us in the ministry. Uh, again, when we are doing the report here, it is this time also that we are amazed. Really? How big it is? But in the Philippines, we're just working, working. We, we thought it's not big. But when we report here, actually, the, the message resonating to us. It is like ricocheting to us. Oh, that big? How come, Lord? How come? Not only that you are surprised. We too, we were surprised. Or we are being surprised by the Lord. Not because of your strength, Amiel. Not because of your strength, Pastor King. Not because Pastor Nilo trained you as men. No, it is by my power. It is by the gospel's power. That's why Paul says, I will not use eloquence of word, but I will just present the, the very truth of the Lord. I will just proclaim the very truth in the scripture, and the Lord will truly accomplish in his faithfulness, in his grace, what he planned long ago, what he promised long ago, he is able to fulfill. That is our Lord. That's why I believe and I continue to believe that though the church seemingly is like a defeated group, maybe, but I believe this. The Lord Jesus said, I 
will build my church. And in building the church, the Lord said also, I will bring people to myself. I will gather them to myself. It is too small a thing if I only save Jerusalem or Israel. No, I will let you, Israel and Jerusalem, to be light to the nations because I will exalt the glory of my salvation that is in the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the Lord promising to himself. It is not an organizational statement of faith. No. It is the Lord promising to himself. You are the witnesses of it. You rejected the gospel once, twice, or thrice. But the Lord just keep on speaking to you. And now you are a worshiper of him. You are worshiping the true God revealed in the Holy Scripture. Based on the saving work that is only in Christ. And now you are strengthened to serve him. That's why you are working for his glory. You are expressing the, the heart that is, that is uh, soaked by or, or, or that was mar- or who is marveling at the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that the Lord Jesus Christ, I will tell you, it is not a it is not with good appeal to the, word, to the world. They say it is foolishness. It is foolishness to continue with this. I'm looking at the preaching of John MacArthur. Been there two years. The view, not even a one million. I thought MacArthur was a superstar. But when I saw a vlogger just doing nasty things or no, no, whatsoever, he, the, the view or just singing something, the view is three million. Hmm. You will say, are you watching YouTube also? That's for comparison, of course. You pray that the Lord will sanctify me always. But that's it. See, we're thinking that we are doing things that may be in vanity. No, no. The Lord is faithful. In his faithfulness, he will accomplish what he promised. And he will do it for his own sake, for his name's sake. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your church that you built, Lord, according to your glory, your grace, and your mercy. And thank you for your word, Lord, that keep on guiding us and nourishing us, giving life, Lord. Oh, I pray, continue to comfort us with the truthfulness of your word, Lord, with your power according to the work of the Holy Spirit to your truth. Guide and direct us, Lord, to Christ who says, come to me. In Jesus' name we pray.